because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond. I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have a special episode of Cinemania Live. I don't know why I said special. It's a regular episode. Of- <laughs> As always, on, our Tuesday, on Tuesday, January 12th, 2021. As always, I'm joined by my co-host from the Cinemania World team and the Cinemania Live show. Hello, Hannah. Hey. How are you doing? It's been a long time. I feel like <laughs> I know every time we miss a show, I'm always like, "Oh yeah, it's been so long." Um, I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm just getting by, you know, my normal shenanigans and Felt stuff. That. Trying to get <laughs> all the way with you and Larry, but it ain't working. <laughs> um, yeah. How was your weekend and everything? Uh, pretty good. Um, watch anything crazy? You did. Uh, what I'm pissed off about it? What do you oh mean? yeah, I wa- I watched Malcolm Marie. Yeah, only you can talk about it, but you, yeah. said, you said you said it was good. I guess I loved it. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it and stuff. Um, we're getting into some really good movies coming out and whatnot. We had the first reactions today for Judas and the Black Messiah. It's a little mic more mixed than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, but, me too. Um, yeah, I'm still excited to watch it. And then later on, and then and next month, I mean, later on this month, we finally have a word on St. Maude. It's going to be in some theaters. Oh, really? Um, yeah, later on this month. And I think it, they made a deal with Epics. Uh, it's oh, going to okay. be on that. I, okay, so I have Epics through like Xfinity, but I don't know how, how everyone else has Epics. You ever heard of that? Yeah, I've heard of it, but I don't have okay. it. Yeah, I have it through Xfinity. I know Xfinity like they're like a channel on it i don't know i don't know how it's gonna work it seems really really random to just i figure a24 would do something with like an apple tv plus or like a netflix you know yeah but um even like a Hulu. Hey. yeah but i'm um because i've at least seen a24 stuff on Hulu. yeah on hulu um i know their new movie on the rocks was on uh apple tv plus and then as far as netflix go i know the 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 um the newest movie that I know that that I know they have right now and it was like on Netflix almost right after the premiere was Uncut Gems but um yeah really really interesting to see that they're that they're that they're that they made a deal with Epics I guess um but yeah nothing else been going on pretty much that's it mm, not really yeah me and Jane uh, finished season five of Dexter today <laughs> how many seasons is that is there? there's eight Jesus. I know it's a lot and it's not it's it's annoying because so we watch seasons one through four like practically within like two weeks like mm-hmm. we finish seasons one through four and that's a lot of tv to watch within two weeks um but then there's like a big gap of like us not watching because I was like oh my god uh uh five through eight aren't like nearly as good as one through four uh, so I was like, I'm not like psyched to watch them again, uh, because this is Jamie's first time watching the show. I've seen it before. Um, but I, we finished season five today and it wasn't like, um, as not exciting as I remember it being, it was actually really, really good, but I know that seasons six through eight aren't 
nearly as good as one through five now at least because I was dreading watching five because I was convinced that it wasn't as good as four. It's not as good as four, but it's like it's it's almost as good. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, I still haven't seen next. I don't know what's going on. With I think you would but, like it. Yeah, no, I, I think I started a long time ago on Netflix, but um, yeah. So um, yeah, no, we haven't. I know everyone. It's been a while since we've done a show. Last show was on Friday. Uh, that's because we've been kind of busy with our um award stuff, which has been kind of crazy. Um, so I do want to send a quick thank you to everyone who's voted on all of the awards over the weekend. Um, a lot of people were getting on directors this year, especially after our great year last year when it came to directors. Uh, mm-hmm. What I'll say is that, like I said, I have no problem putting people on blast. A lot of people did not vote um, as far as ballots this year when it comes to the team and stuff. I wish they did, but um, I think that everyone just is doing stuff and they're busy. So it takes a lot, I guess, to just you know come up with like – different nominees for each category um but that's and it was harder this year i think for some people yeah because not all of the movies were like easy to get a hold of to watch yeah yeah so i know a lot of people were like like in the uh in the in like in our in the comments on our twitter there was a lot of questions about movies i'm like listen like a lot of the team did not watch it because either i i forget what movie that I was able, like a lot of us was able to watch, but not, it was, I forget which movie it was, but, um, yeah, yeah. One night in Miami. Is that even out yet? I don't think that's, uh, I think it just came out. I think that it came out before. I mean, no, I mean, I think it came out after, uh, we started, uh, putting them on Twitter. Yeah. Only like three of us of the group saw that at least and whatnot. And the way we do our, our, um, picks is, uh, everyone submits a ballot in the group and then I have to go and tally and stuff, uh, all the, you know, all the choices and whatnot. That's why you're not going to see like a, that's why you didn't see like a Regina King and directors, or you didn't see like a Kathy Ann and directors. Cause she, uh, Kathy Ann had, a, had about as much as Regina King. They both had like four, I believe. Um, but Nolan got five and I was like, Nolan, I guess, you know what I mean? I, it wasn't my choice. I didn't have, I, didn't have I, I submitted I like, Nolan oh. and Kathy Ann. Yeah. So it was, I think it was you, Alex, Leo. It's like Nolan, I guess. Um, but I, mean, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I love yeah. Tenet. So I couldn't like not. <laughs> yeah. I like, I love Tenet too, but, um, yeah, I, I was surprised to see him and stuff in, in so many people's votes. I was surprised because not everyone on the team liked Tenet. Like I remember a yeah. lot like a lot I of people it, on the team were like, no, Tenet is bad. Yeah. So I was so, like, what? <laughs> what, what what I what I what I'm gonna what what I think it is is I think the reason why if you if you were around last year and you saw our awards and why it was so different from this year is because this pandemic really fucked up a lot of people's way of seeing movies. Um, like I know a couple of people from the team, they're not going to theaters and they also not a big fan, not big, are not big fans of streaming services. So they didn't reach out. They didn't like, like seek some of the movies that were nominated and whatnot. I think that's why um, there was such a disconnect from last year's awards. Cause last year's awards, all the movies that was nominated obviously were in theaters and stuff like that. And um, I even mentioned that to you a couple of weeks ago, a couple of shows ago, I said, I think the reason why I forget it was like something 
I was like, you you just like you didn't watch a movie. I'm like, I think it's because it's not in theaters and stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's different between going like I still have not seen I'm thinking of ending things. I just don't feel like it. If I would have if I uh, if it was in theaters and we were like not in a pandemic and stuff, I would have probably gone to this theater to see it just to watch it. Because I've gone to theaters to see Netflix movies a bunch of times, you know, mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I just think I just I just don't feel. Larry even told me this morning that he finally watched it. He said, "Dwayne, don't watch it." And I said, "Okay, good. You know, I mean." You oh yeah, Larry. Last night in the group chat, I was like, "Hannah, you would love this." Dwayne would hate it. Yeah, yeah. It's I just know it's not even gonna be my thing. So a lot of people were like, "Oh my god, it didn't get it didn't get original or adapted or adapted." And I was like, "Dude, I don't whatever." Like, I mean, I mean, I mean that came on Netflix, and a lot of us still skipped it. <laughs> Yeah, and I was, I'm one of them. I was, I'm not seeing it. So, um, I didn't have a reason for it. I was just like, because yeah. I love Charlie. <laughs> but for whatever reason, I was like, I just, I can't. Yeah, I think, I think like, it is because it's like, I just, I, the only movies that I really watched this year, like on streaming or like on um, my laptop or whatever, is like screeners. Like, I, if it yeah. wasn't a movie that I was like super psyched about, like yeah. I really just didn't watch it because like I I always say this I have really bad ADHD so it's really hard for me to like watch movies at home. I don't think I have ADHD. I do have a a lot of a lot of critics have also been doing this thing where like oh um it's crazy you guys have a bad attention span and I'm like dude listen it's just I don't know I it took me a long time to even watch the trial of Chicago Seven because I'm like I'm thinking two hours and something minutes. I got my phone here. I'm fidgeting. I'm pausing to go get like something out of my room. And you you really see how much a movie does not connect with you when you're not watching in theaters. And even it's the same way when I was watching Artemis Fowl. I was like, dude, what can am I if I'm if I'm in a bad if I'm in a movie theater and it's a bad movie, I can easily just be like, oh, you know, I can either leave or I could just stick this out. Um and this is rough. Artemis file, I was getting up every 10 minutes like to do something around the house, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it's just the fact that you have that luxury. And it's different when you have a DVD or a Blu-ray and you've seen a movie before and you're at home, you know what I mean? Because you pause those all the time. But like a brand new movie, um, I was just like, yeah. So The Trial of Chicago 7, I think I watched that on like a Sunday morning. And I had just finished like coffee. I got up to make more coffee and then I came back and you know, it's just it's just you don't have all that stuff. You don't have to do all that stuff in the theater. I think that's why these movies do not connect with me um when I'm watching it at home, you know? Um and I'm thinking of I'm thinking of ending things. I'm looking at this runtime and everyone tells me I'm not I'm not gonna like it. Why do I need to watch this movie? You know, that's just how I look at it at least. Why do I what's the need for me to watch this? I'll watch it eventually. But uh, we'll see. Um, like, a, but like a Malcolm and Marie, yeah, I, I would. I'm, I'm gonna watch that as soon as that drops. So like a Wandavision this this weekend, I'm gonna watch those as soon as it drops because I'm uber excited for those. Or even yeah. like we watched the screener for Palm Springs, but when Palm Springs dropped on Hulu, I watched it as soon as it dropped because of how much I liked it. And then the same thing with Run. So it just depends, I guess, on the kind of movie I'm gonna be getting. You know. Um, so well, if it. If it was a screener this year, I definitely watched it for the most part. Because I know yeah. last year with screeners and stuff like that, I kind of pick and choose what I watched. But that was because, like, I watched so many movies in, like, theater and we weren't in a freaking pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. 
well, the, it, last year, as in 2019, not 2020. I keep yeah, forgetting yeah. it's 2021. Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, with, like, this year with getting screeners, I try and watch all of them. Um, because, yeah. like, I mean, we can't go to a theater, so. <laughs> yeah, we also had a lot of questions about The Father. I'm like, listen, The Father's nowhere unless you get a screener for it. Um, so I don't know. Sorry. You know what I mean? Um, I think we had other questions. I forget what other movie we had questions on, but I think overall, I like, I, I think I, overall, I thought I liked where, what, how it all came apart as far as the nominees. And yeah. You said that, um, you were proud of, I, uh, Dwayne messaged me or the group chat or something. And he was like, I'm proud of our, uh, awards this year. And I was like, yeah, me too. hundred percent. So yeah, sorry yeah. if, you know, your fave didn't Game get nominated um, a lot of words, man, guy, i don't know dude I, i'm, I'm sorry <laughs> you think i'm watching I'm, mank? I'm, listen i didn't watch mank either but like a lot of the team didn't like mank so yeah all people like, i'm not, sorry yeah. i mean he got in for best director Beat how me. did david fincher Beat get in me. for best director that is so weird to me it's like so i we we talk to the team like pretty often mm-hmm. so like we know like how much of the team like likes movies and what majority likes a certain movie and it's like first of all more majority of the team didn't like tenet but christopher nolan got in and the majority of the team also didn't like mank and they and fincher still got it i'm like what the fuck is going on and everyone that i've talked to on the team loved birds of prey so it's like what (laughs) i think what it i think it has something to do with the amount of nominees that we have like 10 i do we do 10 directors and stuff i feel like it makes sense if you're doing 10 movies you do 10 directors yeah so i think it's because when you get like to number seven you're like oh who the the fuck else and i get i guess if you didn't see much and you saw a mink you kind of just all right, I guess a David. Hey, listen, I didn't have him on my list. I'm just gonna be frank. I didn't have him. Okay, um, that that's the thing though. I'm like, I know these people did not have Mank in yeah. their in their top ten of the year. So I'm like, because that's how I do it. At least I just go through my yeah. top ten of the year and then I submit the mo- the directors from my top ten of the year. So that's why I was like, what? <laughs> I, I go through my what I do with directors as far as making my choice. As far as for me, I go through the top ten, but I also go with like what movie do I at least a couple that are just directed really well they just they just like the story falls flat for me so promising young woman was not in my top 10 but i had the director there for my directors because it's a well-directed movie mm-hmm. you know what i mean i had so i didn't it's not in my top 10 movies of the year and it wasn't in my it wasn't in my top 10 movies as far as um as far as awards go but the, the script i think is a really strong script up, up until the end and i think it's the, it's directed really really well so that's why i was at that's why she was on my director's list but i think what it comes down to when you have seven options is you're like i need three more uh mank i mean whatever. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. david fincher and that shit adds up so it adds up and i'm like i'm counting i'm like fuck let me count it again because this is ridiculous and then i'm counting I'm like mank mank tenant mank tenant mank what and, oh by the way then, guys uh robert pattinson just missed our supporting actor oh i would have been absolutely heated nominations i, I oh my god i was i was really I like to- yeah. I was so excited, but I had to watch Twitter clown that damn performance, and then for that. What do you mean, Twitter clowned it? 
Twitter was like over the moon about his. Well, that's the one thing everyone agreed on. What I saw a thousand times was that clip and everyone making fun of it. That's all I saw on Twitter. Wait, it was, it's on our show. It's on our show. The, what do you mean the the the, the ruin me made made that 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 shit? Whatever that that clip what? that you played on your phone, Robert Pattinson from Tenet. Oh, you're talking about Tenet. I thought you was talking about the devil all the time. Oh no, I was talking about Tenet. No, everyone nominated him for Devil all the time. Oh, and I was bad, and I was baffled. I said, "What?" I nominated him for Tenet. <laughs> I think you were the only one who did Tenet. Everybody else was nominating him for Devil all the time. And oh I'm my like, god, devil I, all the time. I, I that didn't even cross my fucking mind. The Devil all the time. I was like, so like my mind was just Tenet. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I mean, even, I mean, even listen, he's good, but like supporting actor of the year. Listen, like, listen, it was slim pickings. Leave me alone. For you, as that's because you didn't have you. you, you no, 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 don't even try, try and pretend like I was one of the people on the team who had hard, seen hardly anything compared I mean, to yeah. a lot of people on the team. Compared <laughs> well, to a lot of people on the team, I saw a fucking thousand movies. Oh, that's true. I mean, listen, Meg and Kayla tried their best. Okay, <laughs> I do appreciate that. There's friends. more than Meg and Kayla. There's more than Meg and Kayla. Yeah, listen, I, I do appreciate the ones who didn't see much too, who did submit their ballots as far as the group. Um, but yeah, I thought all this time you were talking about devil all the time, but yeah, that's what everyone was voting for. That was I, I swear to God, I've been talking about tenant. I, I, I have to rethink. I have to rethink this group thing because I don't know what's going on. All I hear, all I saw from him and devil all the time was that damn country scene. No, he's really. Other oh. than that, no, I swear to God, uh, devil all the time. Uh, he's really really good in it, but I not like to the way I'm like, oh yeah, best party actor. Yeah, I was baffled. I was like, I don't know. But when Devil um, Team came out, I remember people being like, oh, yeah, Robert Pattinson uh, for your consideration. And I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> and now it's like dwindled off completely and everyone's forgotten. Um. Yeah. So it goes back to our conversation where we said how forgettable movies are too when you, when you don't watch them in a theater. Yeah, um, you don't have that like experience. Yeah, because... The, my worst theater experience is I, I can tell you them. I can't remember what I was doing when I was watching what, what came out last year. As far as, see, I'm already blanking on like streaming movies and what. Like mm-hmm. Run? I, listen, I love I love those directors and the writers for that movie, but it just, like, as soon as it was over, you know what I mean? And I, I remember, yep. I, I can tell you that what I was doing the day of searching, what I did after, what I did when I got home. You know what I mean? My experience yeah. in the theater. I can tell you all of that. I could. Because <laughs> I remember. Like and that was 2018. Movies that like I saw once, haven't thought about ever again. Like movies like Tag. I don't know. Yeah. Something random yeah. like that. Like I can remember like going to the theater. Like what day I went to the theater. Like what I was doing that day. Like exactly. I literally remember so clearly that me and Jimmy went on like a sister date that day. And we saw Tag. Exactly. And for like a like, movie that I've never ever thought about again after that what's you know a bad, what's a bad movie that i didn't that i hated this year that i watched that was on like stream okay um antebellum that day whoosh, i have no <laughs> idea but fantasy island i could tell you what i was doing yeah i can tell you what was going through my mind in the theater i can tell you what i did after i left <laughs> and I can, I can i can bring up a lot of you know i think it's just those experiences i remember my first time watching book smart all the way like downtown theater 
packed audience. It was that it was a two week early uh, access screener that everyone went to. I can tell you the second time I saw Booksmart, I saw it with my girlfriend because she and she loved it. Um, I don't know what's wrong with hand strip, but like, yeah, I can tell you when I saw Eighth Grade. I can tell you when I saw what's some other indies. I guess uh, I can tell you when I saw. Ooh, oh yeah, like the Lodge. Like that was in a theater with one of my friends from down here. Birds of Prey. I can't fucking tell you when I can't tell you that my day when I saw the trial of the Chicago seven, it was a Sunday and that was it. <laughs> like, or like, uh, what, what's I'm blanking already. Like it's just, it's really, I think it really, really does make a difference. So, uh, we have a segment that we're, I mean, we have a, a topic that we're going to discuss later on about, um, movies getting delays again. And it's just depressing because this country is just ridiculous and stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, we're going to go on our first break. When we come back, we're going to get into some of the news and some of your questions. Um, but before we go, I want to send a, I want to give a big congrats on Hannah's first hosting show that she did on Friday. Oh, Great thank job. you. Thank I you. Listened, I listened to it um, and I was like, oh, look at Hannah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so if you want to go hear a lot of good responses from our um, the female gays first show um, Friday, it should be up on our up on our feed wherever you're listening to it. I mean, to us, you can go listen to it. It was a really good show. I think it was, I believe it was, it was Hannah, Kayla, Meg, and Manda. Is mm-hmm. just the four of you, I believe? Yep. Um, yeah. And the conversations were all over the place. And I was like, what is going on? But I liked it. Honestly, I really did think <laughs> that we were going to like talk about the main topic that we had a lot longer, but we just kind of went, went off there. somewhere else. <laughs> Yeah, I liked it. Um, all right. So, but that being said, we're going to go on our first break. Back in a moment, everyone. Send me live. Already back on our show here at Cinemania Live. My name is Dwayne once again, joined by my co-host Hannah. Hannah, what's your thoughts on Dua Lipa? On Dua Lipa? Yeah. I really like Dua Lipa. Why? Some some reason I just got into her music, her newest album. Future Nostalgia is awesome. Vibing. I'm vibing crazy. Dana is so mad because I keep singing those songs. It's it's my (laughs) song. Uh, It's my Levitating is like my song. Yeah, Levitating is my favorite. I'm like, dude, like, where the hell was I all this time? That's how I usually am with like new artists. Well, she's not really new. She's been around a couple years, a couple years now at least. This is like her like big album though. Yeah, she got all those Grammys for it. And I was like, why is she getting all these damn Grammys and this part and the weekend's not here? But that that album's that album's crazy. It's dope. I've listened to it like twice since like Monday. It's really good. <laughs> um, I just want to get you. I just I was just curious. 
because I feel like we have at least somewhat when it comes to pop are the same taste. Yeah. When it comes to when you then when you get into that met that emo shit, I'm like nah. I'm sorry. I'm an emo girl at heart. Okay. Like the song you picked today, I'm like who? Carly Rae Jem. I know where she's you don't from. Know Carly but like, I know who she is. She has that one hit wonder. But like I was like, that's it. You haven't heard her I wouldn't call her one hit. Wasn't another song that she got big off of? What was um, it? It was Call Me Maybe and what was something else? I feel like I like Maybe liked. like Run Away With Me. That's kind of see, like I don't know. I think so. You already let me see. Carly Rae. What has she done lately? What's going on? A <laughs> uh, good time with Owl City. No, it wasn't that. Oh, that one. I really like you. I remember I used to bop to that back in the day. The song was good. Well, I, I don't know how. I don't know. If I listen to that song now, I'd probably be terrible. But I remember I liked that song when it used to come up on like MTV. Here oh, now. yeah. I really like you. So, so good. Yeah. yeah. It was good. You haven't heard Emotion by Carly Jepsen? No, it's I awesome. I guess that. No. It's a really good pop album. Oh, it's an album. I thought it was a song. She's, no. She's 35? She's 35? What? Is that just Google being weird? Remember, like, Google has been given the oh, yeah, with ages. weird with ages, oh, yeah. Man. I don't think she's 35. John David Washington was six years six old. Six years old. <laughs> I saw a funny tweet. Somebody was like, I really cannot handle these age gaps in movies. I was like, <laughs> she's 30. She says 1985. Oh. There's no way. Am I imagining things? All right. Wikipedia Black agrees, so. Rebecca Black, Black is only 23, so how are you? Who? Thirty. Uh, Rebecca Black. Remember Friday? That song. Oh yeah. She came, oh. she came up as an option. I don't know why. Let me see something. Mm. Taylor. How old is Taylor Swift? I, I hate to be putting out ages. Taylor back. Swift is like thirty something. Thirty one. Wow, we are getting old, huh? Selena <laughs> Gomez is twenty eight. That's not bad. I know. All right. Anyway, um, let's get back into some questions and news. We'll go to the news first. All right. So we got. Damn, were we talking about that bullshit for like five minutes? Jeez. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, so we got uh, some news yesterday regarding Deadpool. Um, so this is weird because we had a, that we had a question last week about what we would do with Deadpool in the MCU and how we would introduce him and stuff. And then uh, Kevin Feige, well, he had like a lot of things. He had a lot of comments as far as the future of the MCU goes. Um, but the one big one was that Deadpool is remaining R-rated and it's going to be MCU film. Um, and they said, and he was, I think one of the comments was like, it's going to be a complete new character in the MCU. Like, I, th- I think that's just speaking to people who don't know about Deadpool. But I mean, the box office is so great. I don't see how you not know about Deadpool. Um, mm. so yeah, were you excited? I'm excited. I'm super excited. I'm glad we're keeping this R rating. Um, I think what I would want to see as far as if you're going to do R rating, I think Disney and MCU, they've gotten to that point where they could just do whatever they want when it comes to the MCU and they'll get some type, some type of audience for it. And the Deadpool movies, it's not like it it's not like it was a one and done with the first one as far as like, okay, this first one was like a flash in the pan. Let's see how the second one does. The second one didn't even do that thing where a lot of the movies that are flashes in the pans, like it chapter, chapter one did like one seventeen, and then chapter two did like ninety. Good, really, really good still. But like it's a, it's like twenty million less, like almost thirty million less than what the first one did. I think it's the same thing happened to which movie it was. I forget. Um, but 
it, it happens with something like that. But Deadpool, both of them made like one thirty five, like 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 split one thirty five uh, opening weekend. So I think yeah, they Deadpool already and Deadpool two literally made like around the same amount, the same of, money, amount yeah. of money. <laughs> I I think that goes with the so I think you can already put that as to like Deadpool is established and people want to see him and people have fun watching Deadpool. Now I think the way they're probably gonna do it. I think they should do like a different name for I don't think you should do the whole like Century Studios or something like that. I don't think don't cop out. I feel like you shouldn't cop out like that. I think you call you do something like Marvel Studios Dark or something like that or some type of label for it. Or just and Marvel then, Studios. That's yeah. what like well, Spider-Man the first Spider-Man movies are under and like stuff like that. Yeah, like something like cuz I know like Marvel Studios as a brand right now, it's like it's that's what people that's what people establish as the MCU. You know, you see the logos before every movie and stuff. But I think um for the R-rated stuff, uh, it should be like a black logo and then something else to go with it. Or I don't know, it's just like a, an idea. But um I'm excited. But do you have any thoughts on this? Um, yeah, I'm super excited. I love the Deadpool movies. Uh and I'm just I, I'm ready to see Deadpool interact with more people than just like Colossus and a few other X-Men. Uh, like we saw, they kind of always hinted towards it in the first one and the second one, like the whole like, oh, it's like the studio couldn't afford more X-Men, uh, <laughs> that thing. Um, but yeah, now we're going to like actually see him like interact with like characters that like we know and are like established already um, and stuff like that. And I think that the best way to introduce him probably I, I think we said it last show was that just like kind of go the most ridiculous as possible uh that might be the only way to make it make the most sense uh <laughs> and I think that Deadpool's a character that you can absolutely get away with doing that so yeah uh I'm psyched yeah I am too I I'm, I'm excited to see what they end up doing I think he's a character that you can do a lot with Ryan Reynolds seems to be all in it he's making a lot of jokes on Twitter which is hilarious yeah <laughs> um yeah I'm just I'm, I'm I'm really happy that they're not doing a cop-out and like oh we can't show this to our audiences I saw a lot of videos of people like oh what are you gonna tell Timmy when he wants to go see it I'm like dude you, why, why why do people what? think that kids are like geeks you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, here, I saw what were you watching at eight years old. Were you uh, watching like Were you watching Dora or were you watching like Charlie's Angels or something crazy? No, like, I ridiculous. definitely like you know watched like Saw movies with like my parents, hey, okay, what, like that. What the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> this is so weird that that narrative of like, okay, maybe there is some geeks like Christians or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Who like, oh, they're they're but like, ba- if but like, they're like that, then they wouldn't see the d- movie in the first exactly. place. Exactly. And I saw I saw a comment on Twitter. Uh, a dad left a reply under the post initially of like, um, Kevin Feige talking about Deadpool. They said, um, you know, Deadpool is never for like my kids or anything around the time that the movies came out. But now that they're getting older, it's like this is something, and they love the MC movies. This is something for them to grow into watching. It's like they're yeah, getting older yeah. and the movie's not going to come out like anytime soon, really. So it's like it's a few years before they're going to see that, like for the movie comes out. So it's like they're growing into seeing more mature movies from the MCU. And this is, you know, one of them. That that like that standard of uh, of, oh, oh, my God, I can't let my how are the kids? What are the parents going to do with the kids and all this stuff? All I'm going to say is that 
there's a so there's there's of course there's families who restrict their kids from watching certain things, right? But if that's the case, they're not taking that kid to go see like a an end game. You know what I mean? They're just not. If they're if they're already going to restrict the kid from seeing a Deadpool, they're not going to have them see these other kind of um, more adult kind of based MCU movies or just um, superhero movies in general, because the X-Men movies were always so more, much more adult than what they, you know what I mean? They were always so much more adult Mm -hmm. than the MCU movies at least. So, and, and I don't think a lot of kids, like what I used to do when I was like around that age, like 12, 13, 14, I stuck into R rated movies all the time. So um, if you think that a seven year old kid is not, at home playing Call of Duty, an M-rated game, and you think he's not going to come and want to see Deadpool or his parents is not going to let him, if they're already letting that kid play Grand Theft Auto and Call of Duty, they're going to go see Deadpool. Like, So I think that that argument is so weird to me because not every kid is like some like, some like you know like just covered up geek or whatever so i can tell you from one thing i was in scream like i was in like scream three when i was like six halloween whatever at like nine like dude like the kids are gonna come whoever's interested is gonna come out and see it and known because like i saw the argument of oh uh the kids gonna see him in the avengers movies he's gonna be like oh mommy how come i can't see you no no one's a geek like that like what this is so weird to me. Um, so this is this is fine. He also had other he also had other comments about like um about the length of some of the shows. So some shows are gonna be like I think Falcon and Winter Soldier like it'd be like ninety minutes, six episode um yeah sh- uh, series, and then like a Wandavision is like a little shorter. It's gonna be like thirty to forty five. Um, I think that was like nine episodes with Wandavision. And then, like other shows, were going to be a little bit shorter, and yeah. So the the length time, I'm I'm good with. Uh, she Hulk is going to be like I I saw thirty minutes, and I was like, huh? I mean, I guess. Well, yeah, Kevin Feige said that it's going to be like a comedy. So no, God, I'm not looking forward to that at all. I uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, I know that's your thing, but I'm not looking. That that sounds horrific to me. But if it's good, it's good. Um, and and I'm just tired of like the whole character being comedic. I'm, I really want something else now um and whatnot so yeah so he had he had other comments about mutants i forget what he said about the mutants but they were there as far as um what they're going to do with that um he mentioned that they're not doing uh cgi for black panther everyone keeps asking them because one critic keeps is is she's phoning it in on this on on this (laughs) like they're gonna cgi his face and he keeps saying no we're not (laughs) like stop listening to this person and stuff so what i saw that somebody said that they would like i think they're gonna make a new character what for black panther uh, yeah i think they're gonna just make a new not like he's not he's not gonna be t'challa it's gonna be like a just a new character yeah you cast someone new i don't um Somebody said like the way to do that in the second one necessarily. Yeah, it's like what they did. It's like what they're like. Well, what's her face? Ruby Rose for Batwoman, and they just completely rehauled the character, and it's in and of itself. So I don't know. I'm I'm not sure how they're doing it. Like maybe they killed off Ruby Rose, but when she left Batwoman, they casted uh, Jamisa Leslie, and she's like a whole new. I think her name's like Ryan or something like that. 
And I think I saw somebody saying that they might, they believe it's not confirmed, obviously, but they, they believe that they're going to do that. Um, his comment on Black Panther 2 was like, we're going to see like new, they're doing, they're doing a script over and we're going to see like new some things of Wakanda. So I think it's going to be a new character, quite frank. Um, I feel like it's still too soon yeah. to like to get another male, at least. Like if you take somebody from, well, this is what, how I see it. If you go and cast somebody who wasn't in the first movie and who's not already established in like the Black Panther like universe in the MCU, mm-hmm. I think that that's too soon if you're going to label that person as the Black Panther. In my opinion, I think that's too soon. Um, but if you go with uh, like Letitia, Letita, uh, Letita, Letita, mm-hmm. um, if you go with her and make her the new Black Panther, I feel like that's less. I guess offensive a little bit. Um, it it feels like a natural kind of like passing of the torch instead of being like, hey, well, we're gonna go replace, you know, this character with a different iteration of Black Panther. You know what I mean? Or if you were to like do like a Winston Duke, like it'd feel like less like, oh, we're replacing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really tricky on what they can do with it um i don't know what the right move is listen i was all for letitia wright doing black panther too until she became like a mess with her. yeah yeah i, I was all for, i really <laughs> was i just don't know man and, I, and freedom of speech blah, blah 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 listen i think twitter is a mistake i'm just gonna say it <laughs> i think it's a mistake with just i just think it's a mistake when it comes to just life in general because people think that they can just say anything and they can with the click of a button and it's so dangerous like for instance tom holland goes on twitter today oh my and he says a date right so people got weird and they did all this digging and they're like oh my god is it spider-man 3 is it uncharted what is it and it comes out, it was like a cherry. People are, are confirming that it's a cherry trailer. It might He didn't confirm it, but that's what everyone's going off with. It's a cherry trailer. So some geek was like, oh, my God, you shouldn't have teased your fans like this. And I said, what? <laughs> but, like, I don't think that Tom Holland, like this person they're looking for a new target every week. It seems like to be mad about something. Um, last few weeks is fucking Pedro Scowl. And now it's Tom Holland. Um, it's like, why? Like, I don't think Tom Holland made that tweet. It was like, ha ha ha. I'm like, I'm, uh, getting people excited for no reason. Like you're the only one that looked at it like maliciously. Tom Holland didn't look at his tweet maliciously. You did. You're the one, like, projecting it onto Tom Holland. So it's like, you know, like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have no idea. Um, it's, it's just, just really, a really date. It's just a fucking date. Like, nobody mm-hmm. looked that far into it other than you. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's so weird. So I think, that's when, I, when I say that, it's a mistake. That's what I mean. It's just, just, we don't, a lot of people just don't think before they just 
tweet like do you have to say this right now there's been so many times where i'm when i'm about to like i have like a i have my tweet and i just wayne just who gives a fuck man like just, just <laughs> it's, it's not that deep it'd be like something about zachary or it'd be about something about this or something and i'm just like or or replying to people who i'm just like what and it's just no just it's the amount just, of times that i've like deleted a quote tweet of something yeah like, <laughs> ridiculous i just think we i don't think i think we just need to reevaluate that stuff <laughs> um you know it's just so weird to me um all right let's go on our last break before we get into some more questions and so to some questions and news uh back in a moment to the back on the show here streaming live my name is Dwayne. once again joined by my co-host hannah um all right so we have uh, some other news and what we have is birds of prey all right so i asked the question on birds of, of birds of prey for today's show why does it does it seem like warner brothers stopped caring about it um, a lot of people, including like you and myself and like Manda, we've just been going at it, not with each other, but with like Warner Pros as far as like <laughs> Birds of Prey goes, because we got reports over the weekend that they're camp- they were campaigning um, Wonder Woman 1984. Baffled. I have no idea why. Uh, unless, it's, unless it's for like score. I I have I have no idea what's going on. And Warner uh, Bros. always kind of like campaigns almost everything they release right. like even when it chapter two is being campaigned everyone's like what yeah so but listen i i can I see you campaigning in chapter two way before like a wonder woman i, I just oh I yeah i agree it. but it's, like <laughs> it's like getting trashed just, okay just giving it like the a little bit of uh a defend defending it a little bit Right. Warner Bros. does campaign almost everything they put out, which makes this situation even more frustrating. Sony Sony campaigned Venom, and I was like, Venom? But anyway, uh, the problem is that they're campaigning this Wonder Woman 1984, but they're not campaigning another DC film that just came out uh, not too long ago, which was Birds of Prey. And a lot of people are like confused with Warner Brothers. I was just to, like, why are you giving all this attention to Wonder Woman 1984? Where one of your movies is like is like being helmed as one of the best in the DCEU and stuff and had critical praise, regardless of the geeks who were like, oh, my God, women, I hate them. And then and then decide not to go see it, regardless of the box office, 
what was always a constant when it came to Birds of Prey was the critical response and how that it was it was received really well amongst critics. Some of them would be like, "Oh, I hated it. It's too this, uh, whatever." Some it's like very it's, it's very very it's a, it's like it's not a lot of people. It was better so, received than Wonder Woman. <laughs> of, of course, a hundred percent. So at least to me, when I find out that they're doing all this, they're uh, they put they they're putting so much still in marketing. Because I still see Wonder Woman all over the place um, as far as marketing goes, and and I get the aspect of it. Start it's it's the first movie in this HBO Max plan, so we have to push it. But what it seems like to me, it seems like the movies. I just noticed a trend when it comes to WB and these DC movies as of late. The movies that are receiving the critical praise doesn't get the amount of attention that the movies that receive good box office does. So Shazam, like, listen, I don't hear a thing from Warner Brothers when it comes to Shazam besides, okay, Fury of the Gods, a fandom, it's coming. But I, when it came out, I didn't hear a thing. When Aquaman came out, there was all these sequels. Aquaman 2 was already playing with James Wan, this, that, and the third. When Wonder Woman, the first one, came out, you have a sequel on track, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. Wonder Woman 1984 came out. Box office is fine. It's a pandemic. You can't really, you don't really know how much a box office is going to do. But their numbers on HBO Max went up, um, like, increasingly high over December. So now I'm seeing Wonder Woman 2, Wonder Woman 3, I'm sorry, is now on the fast track with Patty Jenkins. And I'm just like, huh. So what it seems like to me is that we're not, listen, Birds of Prey comes out, everyone, all these stories where it's talking about how it's the lowest, blah, 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 this, that, and the third, nah, 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 nah. and I don't hear it. They don't talk about Birds of Prey, the characters from Birds of Prey uh, at all. I don't see anything as far as from that side, as far as like a new deal with, with Kathy Ann, a new deal of these characters. I see nothing for like Shazam and that has like a 90 something on Rotten Tomatoes, you know? So I am going with the fact that what they're focused on is how much these movies make more than the critical response of said movie. I could be wrong, but that's at least what I see when it comes to when it comes to Warner Bros., and stuff like how much did this movie how much money did this one make rather than how much this character connected with a lot of audiences let's push the needle on those characters and that's why i think they will never succeed with this universe with that type of mentality i don't think you this would ever work because if you go to if you go to marvel and you and if they decided to do the same thing that they do as far as disregarding the movies that don't do as well we would not have like a Thor because that first movie didn't ugh, whatever. We wouldn't have Doctor Strange. We didn't have. We wouldn't have. We, yeah, Ant-Man we wouldn't have an Ant Man two, Ant Man three. You know, it's like those we are the most uh, gross right. films in the MCU, and we're still getting like huge sequels. Captain America, like yeah. the first one made like fifty something million. Like we wouldn't have a lot of these characters if they went by the model that Warner Bros has go by. At least to me, if you're a fan and you think, oh, you're overthinking this, fine. But what I've noticed is that this is their new model. If it pops off box office wise, we're going to give it all the attention in the world, which is so strange to me because a movie that did not pop off box office wise, uh, Justice League, is like their most sacred project as of right now as far as the Snyder Cut thing. So yeah. I'm baffled. So 
this is weird. I just, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, it's just, it comes off so sleazy as the, to me. But once again, I said this a thousand times. I'm not surprised. This is what happens. This is what they do. Do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I, I think the conversation is more of a instead of them being instead of us being like, why don't they give a shit about birds of prey? It's like they have ne- never gave a shit about birds of prey. The movie was set up to fail, like from the jump genuinely like it started off with the marketing campaign we all like noticed it right away that's why people kept saying the trailer sucked it's because there was no marketing campaign for birds of prey there was no like big you know push to make it a success like they do with their other films this movie was always set up to fail i don't know why but warner bros has never cared about birds of prey that's yeah point yeah. blank period there's yeah, no denying I, it, it. Um, I, I, I agree. I agree. I, and I, and it's so weird. Um, cause I don't, it, I just don't get it because we haven't had d- just like no, and, and I could be wrong. They could be talking to Kathy Ann about certain projects. They just haven't re- released them yet, but I just see how they move as far as like when a movie pops off, they go nuts. They start planning all these sequels. You start hearing about them immediately. Same thing happens with Sony. You start hearing about like all these new characters and whatnot and this, that, and the third. And it's just so weird. And and it's like Suicide Squad box office wise for opening weekend did great numbers. And we're already about to get another Suicide Squad soon. So that shows me, oh my God, we have to get to make sure the Suicide Squad is back like at some point soon instead of these other characters or whatnot. It just, they just do things very differently than other studios. And it's just very weird. And I'm I'm not talking about just uh, Disney and Marvel. I'm talking about others like Universal, Paramount. They just come off so sleazy, even with the Sony as well. Because even Sony looks like they're trying to write some of the wrong. Sony doesn't seem sleazy. Sony seems sometimes. They just seem kind of messy. Like, it's Warner Bros. just comes off as very like, uh, no, this is a business. That the terms like, oh no, this is a business and whatnot, and we can't go with these. And like, we still are waiting confirmation like a Man of Steel and stuff. It's just, it's just very, very weird as far as how they do things. But I'll leave it at that. Um, next, I want to go to No Time to Die and other movie delays. Uh, so it's looking like No Time to Die is going to get delayed until the fall, and Black Widow might get delayed as well. I mean. We saw this coming. I don't know why studios thought 2021 would be the year where just shit would be better. Uh, it's not close. Numbers are still skyrocketed high. Um, yeah, so just get ready. Also, listen, no time to die. They're doing this like $600 million ask from 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 like well, streaming services. They've been trying to sell this yeah. movie, yeah. <clears throat> and, and I think that's utterly ridiculous. Now, I got Alex and like Griffin on this talking about, oh, my God, Dwayne, listen uh the, the movie it's a billion dollar franchise i'm like alex listen no movie is gonna make a billion dollars for a long time like that's just not happening right now even if everything's fine in september no movie is gonna make a billion dollars right away that's probably not gonna happen till maybe late next year it's just not it's it's not gonna happen in september it's not gonna happen in in, in october 2022 early 20 it's not happening right now because you have to do restrictions on all this stuff until you can guarantee that everyone gets a vaccine and the vaccine is already political so these movies are not making that much money so you make a a deal with this if you want to make a deal with the service your ass cannot be 600 million dollars no matter no matter how much you thought you was going to make in box office that's just so weird to me so 
I don't know. But um, delays are coming. You have any thoughts on this? On this, uh, no time to die. Ask and request. It might be just being ridiculous, but yeah. I mean, I don't really have any thoughts other than like you know, got to do what you got to do. At this point, it's like we've seen it happen, you know, a million times already. Like going through like the pandemic, so it's like mm, can't really get angry about it anymore. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just think it's weird. Um, yeah, and I know there's big fans of this franchise, but like, no. Oh, you're the no trying to die thing is ridiculous, a hundred percent. Yeah, no one is doing this six hundred million. That's just blasphemy right now. Like, you gotta. I don't know like, what. You're, I don't know what the right you're gonna have to is, hold on yeah. to the movie or just you know accept a loss. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, I'm over here like, listen, they can make make this work if they wanted to, but this ask is crazy. You know, yeah. and Alex is like, oh, but they're bankrupt. I'm like, dude, a lot, so is AMC. And so is a lot of other studios right now and stuff. You but know, what they're doing every right studio now is losing deals. money right now. Sorry. Yeah, they're making deals with, sir, with streaming. That's just that's just what we have to do right now to get these movies out of there. You know, no time to die. By the time it comes out, who's going to want to see it by how many times the movie's been delayed by now? So it's just y'all want to see it. And we do this thing again when when people who are fans think that that's the OK, because a lot of the friend, the people who are fans of this franchise want to see it. That doesn't mean that an average person who has watched this movie get delayed a thousand times is going to want to go out and see it or even go see it opening weekend. If you think a No Time to Die yeah, is making... Look what happened with New Mutants. Yeah, if you think a No Time to Die is making a billion dollars when whenever it gets released, I just... It's not. It's not even going to come close. And I'm sorry, but that's just... That's just the... That's, that's the truth. So, um, yeah, I don't know. All right, uh, let's go into questions. This person here says... I think it's Marcus... Let me open this up again. Wi-Fi is trash. Uh, this person here says, Marcus, well, Marcus says, uh, what film are you most excited for releasing this year? We did a whole show about this, Marcus. What's going on? Last year. I mean, last week. Hannah, was you wasn't on that show, right? Okay, no. so what's some of your 2021 releases? I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like we answered this last week, didn't we? Uh, Well, Dune is my most anticipated of this year um and then spider-man 3 of course eternals um i don't know i i hate when i get asked this question because i like my mind is like blanks immediately um mm-hmm. yeah just uh those kind of movies i guess this person here says did you guys watch the chris stuckman video yeah i i think i'm like i actually have it booted up on my on my, my work computer right now i think i was at like 10 minutes of it i didn't finish it it's just um it's kind of depressing and i was like this is sad um yeah that's it's, why it's, it's not crazy yeah it's, uh, it's but good good on him for like you know coming out and just saying his giving his story and stuff like that you know um, he also I'm came big, out as pansexual too which is yeah and i'm a i'm a big fan of stuck man a lot of people are like turned on him for some reason i don't know why but, i feel um, like he's like grouped into like the like jeremy johns kind of thing and it's like jeremy johns sucks but like chris stockman he's like always been like a reasonable like voice in like the film community mm-hmm. yeah and yeah somebody um, who's like it's obvious that he has like biases and like just like weird like Ugh. oh yeah when he i don't watch any of the videos that he does when it comes to star wars i'm just like dude like um yeah i don't know what's going on well um, not, right. not even like that i was talking about like jerry john's very much like yeah him that's what i mean oh okay yeah, I was yeah, gonna yeah. Say. Star, wars. star wars stuff are just ridiculous they get too crazy i was gonna, like i know chris likes star wars too but it's never like how jeremy it's, it's yeah yeah too much <laughs> um, 
All right, this person here says thoughts on the Netflix uh, release from earlier today, but they are releasing 70 movies. Listen, I think this is nothing because there was a year, I forget, like two years ago, where they said they have like 200 and something new original things coming on Netflix. And I said, 200? So uh, 70 is seventy is fine. I mean, whatever. I I, <laughs> I I quoted the thing on Twitter and I was like, five of these are gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not really watching. Some of these some of these does do sound really good. Like this movie with Mary Elizabeth Weinstead sounds pretty good. Um, I, so I didn't even like read like synopsis or like any of that kind yeah, of Yeah, I read a couple. A female a female assassin who after being poisoned and given less than twenty four hours to live goes on a manhunt through the streets of Tokyo and befriends a daughter of a past target. Um this is basically so we're gonna see her Huntress movie, so I'm excited. <laughs> um, this person here says What are some movies that you believe that are too what are some movies that you think are too hated? Well for me it's Valerian. Oh dude, I thought Valerian was so boring. I don't know. Wait, um, what movies are too hated? What movies do you think are overhated? Yeah. Well, you just what? The person o- overhated, says, and then what? you said, "Oh, Valerian, Valerian yeah, is so boring." You said Valerian. Oh, uh, was like, what so movie? What, how does it make sense then? Okay, overhated. Right, right, if you, if you think right. it's overhated, that means that you like it. No, 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 no. Valerian okay, is so let boring. Me, let me let me let me let me read let me read, let me read it. What movie do you guys think is overhated? For me, it's Valerian. I really enjoyed it. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. he thinks Valerian is overhated. I thought, I thought I thought that he wrote that it was boring. You no, were I said that boring. Valerian was boring. Okay. okay. <laughs> so Ah, <laughs> uh, do you have any quick I don't have anything right now. Um overhated. Uh, I feel like you should have a couple. I know I have some. But I just I can't think right now cuz it's like blinking. Um overhated. That's a that's a hard one to like me... think about. Um, get some ideas. Oh, easy Twilight. Overhated, Hannah. Jesus. Yeah, Twilight. Ever, dude, I can't even like post a clip of. I literally just posted a cl- clip of Twilight the other day. That was like, it was like what feels like an or what, like what feels like an orgasm, but like isn't like when you're watching it. And then I like posted a clip of like the baseball scene from the first Twilight movie, and I had like just like random weirdos like quote tweeting it and being like oh twilight sex so you know what you know what movie it is for me i had to look up i had to for some reason it just came into my mind but every time i look at the rotten tomato score i get so baffled uh law-abiding citizen i have no idea what that is i love that movie it's it has jamie fox and it has gerard butler and gerard butler is like this anti whatever and he's like killing the people who killed his family but the measures that he's taking is like way too ridiculous so jamie fox is like the detective trying to like take him down listen every single time i watch it i like it it came out like 2009 and it's like it's like 26 percent around tomatoes like a two point something on imdb and i might do it i like it i don't know i I, I like it um oh i know Uh, a cure for wellness I love Cure for Wellness, and that has like a thirty percent in Rotten Tomatoes, and like everyone's like, "Oh, it's too long, it's too weird," and I'm like, "I love Cure for Wellness." Yeah, um, so that one, 
a lot of people, for some reason, like around Oscar time last year, I was seeing a lot of hate for like Jojo Rabbit. And I'm like, why? Yeah, that came out of nowhere. So it was like weird. a lot of then, people like kind of taking offense to it. And I was like, so weird. Then I saw a lot of hate for like 1917. And I like 1917. So am I? 1917 hate is so weird. It's like, it's such like an unoffensive movie. Like, I can kind of understand why people will like turn on Jojo Rabbit because like it is like a sensitive, like, um sure. subject yeah. matter and you know a lot of people could see it as offensive that like taika is kind of like uh joking uh about like the situation um but with, like 1917 it's like it's so like unoffensive it's like a dunkirk when and, like i see i've seen people with dunkirk too i feel like with war movies people like turn against them so fast because like a lot of people are like quick to like you know, be like oh my god this is like the best thing i've ever seen um and i think that's why people kind of turn against them mm-hmm. so fast yeah fair yeah, yeah so i guess like something like that um yeah i don't think this movie is over hated i think the i i did i do remember getting annoyed with the arguments that it was sparking when it came out um but if someone doesn't like the movie i can understand why like with you and some other movies i can understand why but like joker i thought when it was coming out and there was like this big hoopla about why it's dangerous i was just like so befuddled because i feel like we've we've seen this like kind of story a thousand times and we've watched them and we get a thousand stories about like lifetime movies about different charming or whatever uh people who are now all of a sudden on their in their pastime they kill and whatnot and um i i remember like on twitter seeing zach efron being being like like people who are like spewing over Zac Efron in that movie that he did when he was playing, who was the guy that the killer that he was playing and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, why are we idolizing a murderer, like legit murderer? Um, I just thought the argument around Joker when it was coming out was just so weird to me. And, um, but it's, I, so I, don't think, I don't think that's overhated. I think it's, I think for the people who hate it, I get it. And people who like it, I get it. I'm, I'm like in the middle. I think, I don't think it's, I don't think it's like amazing. I think it's, I think it's good. I liked it. But um, yeah, I guess that's that's like one just thing for me that I was just so baffled by in 2019 that this was like it was on it was on the news. I'm like, what? I don't know. Yeah, so that's probably another one for me. I know I'm not sure if you have any thoughts on that, but it was just that's just at least one for me. Um, I mean, I, I the whole like thing of Joker like being like dangerous was like weird and like it was so like what the fuck do you mean uh when like people were like in like a theater like we what were what was it it was like people like bringing like guns to like theaters and like stuff like that yeah they were talking about that whole thing was like crazy and like what the fuck is going on but like with the subject matter of the movie i i agree that there's like damaging kind of themes and how it's approached okay i I think that i think that todd phillips like missed the biggest like uh reason why taxi driver and king comedy is so good and that's because it doesn't ever like redeem the uh you know the uh the actions of uh what the the main character does in any way mm-hmm. like it's never like put in a way where it's like oh yeah this is like he uh what what's the word i'm trying to find um uh like it's like it was okay for him to do it. That's what I mean. I'm looking forward that what that means basically. It was like yeah. justified. It, they never like justify their actions, but with like Joker, that's what 
the whole movie is is like kind of like oh sympathize for arthur you have to uh, understand why he's doing this Da-da-da. it's like mm. and it's like no you can't try and justify what he's done <laughs> sorry whatever however you want to frame it you know you can say it's about mental health you can say it's about society uh there's no like justification for what he did and what that the movie does kind of like it puts him in a hero place and i think that's damaging itself but so is that do you have that same issue do, do do you think that's that's the same issue as to when people when people say that um they like they like thanos when in like the movie like infinity war they're like oh no yeah but the with, reason why he that's people people's issues though oh. not the movie's issue okay, okay. like yeah, i was just I was with Joker, it's just so weird. i think yeah. it's a movie issue because of the way that it's framed and i yeah, think I just, people are also that's like their issue too who idolize joker but with like thanos situation something like that it's like that's a people's issue because the movie never frames him in a hero way or justifies mm-hmm. his actions in any way the movie most definitely paints him to be the villain with yeah, Joker, yeah that's not it that's not as black and white as it should be and what you know i'm what saying I mean? is and i feel like i remember we were hearing little rumors about a thanos um movie or something like that would you expect them to do it the same way or would you expect them to do them a different way as far as idolizing him i just feel like most movies that have like the killer as the uh as the as the as the per se uh focus like the protagonist most of those movies do that and stuff that's why i was just so baffled i'm like because a lot we've seen this i don't like movies like that like with like king comedy and taxi driver they very much do not do that or you can even say like another like walking phoenix movie where it's like um uh, you're never really here like it's like revenge or you know stuff like that yeah. and that's you know understandable but they're never painted to be like you know like idolized or like you know the hero of the story it's like the whole third act of joker is literally that it's like, like begging you like yeah begging you to idolize and begging you to sympathize with the character and be like oh yes like you're completely right in doing what you did mm-hmm. like that whole scene between him and murray is literally that it's like paying yeah, yeah. Murray to be in the wrong and Joker to be in the right, which is problematic. That's your issue. The reason, yeah, the reason why I was so baffled by that argument because I just think that it was so focused on with that movie. But I was like, when other movies do it, it's just not as it was. It didn't come off as focused on as well, like I think Joker with was. the Joker, why it was so focused on is because it's a billion dollar movie. You know, okay. other movies aren't most of the time, but like the movies that you're talking about, I think probably aren't like billion dollar movies. And like, you know, well, I'm talking about before it came out too. Like it was like that, that was like, it was like one of the arguments that I would see all the time was just, well, I don't think we should be idolizing someone like oh, this. That, I think that's just because so. of the fan base. Cause Joker already yeah. had like a fan base, um, who are like kind of, uh, like Tyler Durden, like that was kind of like people who are like, oh my God, like and idolizes a character like that and it's like well you shouldn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, just always thought, I just always thought that there's just a the controversy over the movie just was um because if you i, I feel like if some if someone has an issue with this I, I feel like one of the one of the i feel i feel like one of the main issues that people had at least to in, in my eyes was that if the movie was billed as like a regular comic book villain kind of movie like an actual comic book movie 
like the problem wouldn't be so crazy, but I think it was because the movie was billed as this like serious kind of drama. Makes sense. So I think I think yeah I think at least that's why I had such an issue with it because I feel like if it was the other way around and it was just build like a couple of months ago I just watched a whole bunch of people root for like other villains and other movies I see people root about Ewan McGregor and he's cutting faces off and stuff like that or people rooting for um people rooting for like a, a Thanos again or like a Killmonger and stuff and sympathizing with Killmonger um and he's about to kill black he's about to kill black yeah but why that's my because they're not painted as heroes ever in the movie they're most definitely like cut and dry villains like you can sympathize with the villain you can sympathize with like an antagonist but they're not painted as heroes in the movie like they're very much seen as the wrong like with t'challa and killmonger it's very black and white of who is right and who is wrong but you can understand the actions and you can sympathize with the antagonist but you know that what he's doing is wrong and the movie paints him as doing like that's wrong you know but with like joker it's very much not that it's like yeah you can sympathize with joker you can sympathize with arthur all you want but if you painted him as the black and white villain make sure that the audience knows that he is a villain that we wouldn't have this discussion but this the discussion is it's like the movie paints him as the hero the movie paints him as like you know he's right for doing this he has a reason to do this yeah, and I think I just think that's what you're. That's, that's I think that's just what's gonna happen when you have a movie that's solely about the a villain character. Because I feel like if you came out with the Killmonger movie, a lot of writers would probably be forced to make you seem like you have to like this well, also character. Also, it's like you have, you have movies like King and Comedy where it's like they do it correctly, right? So it's like um, you really have no excuse for Todd Phillips at all. Because, like, there is movies where it's done correctly and successfully, and you know that that's the villain of the story. But with Joker, it's very much not painted that way, and that's damaging. Yeah. And I think, once again, I just think if you have a movie about... That's why I I think it's really hard to do a movie about a comic book uh, villain, because, I mean, that's just what it's going to come off as, is that if you, as, as, you know... As a writer, you're you're telling people to root for this character, but in the other, because I feel like if you did like a if you did a movie like a, like say a bunch of people were talking about like a Doom, like Doctor Doom, or like a like a Killmonger or a Thanos or whoever, I I feel like you would constantly run to that kind of problem because um, I I, th- I feel like at the end of the day you'd probably want this audience to root for the guy that you're trying to write about. Or something so they can come and see it i guess mm-hmm. but um i just always thought it was i just always thought it was just a touchy subject and a weird subject because i don't think it should be so touchy because of its because of its origin and this is always how joker is and whatnot and um and even even in birds of prey they didn't they didn't do like a lot of harley quinn's like really really damaging kind of backstory because they you obviously they want you to root for this character they want you to come out and see it so they kind of paint her as a as the you know as like a superhero as a, as an anti-hero in this story more than an actual villain so i think that's just you can't really have you're not gonna have people root 
for a certain character if you write them as that as that certain point because if they took some of the stuff that, that she does in comics and put it in that movie it'd be very very hard for you to be like okay I, how can i root for a harley quinn or whatever because in a lot of ways she's similar to joker mm-hmm. as far as as far as carving faces off and being and you know being the oh you know you're this comics where she's like oh you're the reason why i'm this way and stuff like that as far as blaming others for her mental health and whatnot so i think that's i just think that that subject is very very touchy to do when it comes to movies that's why i don't want i don't want a part two i want that movie to just stay what it is and then i don't think we should do this for a while and stuff so um i'll end the show on that everyone thank you guys for joining us as always um my name is Dwayne. once again uh we'll we'll be back i believe tomorrow or thursday i'm just trying to tie some things up and hannah let everyone know they can follow you at it's back. Cats on Twitter, yay! It's, it's back. back. <laughs> Literally out of nowhere, it was. Is, is, is rejected Hannah? Like, is she canceled? What's going on here? I don't know. I'm not going to use her anymore. I haven't seen it. What's going on with her? I don't know. She's I think finished. I think I'm just going to lay her to rest. Oh no, she's going to pasture. That's it. Oh, <laughs> that's fucked up. I think, man. She I had don't your know back. Yeah, <laughs> your back, man. That's crazy. All right, um, everyone. My name is Dwayne. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, and you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, yeah. Listen, good, good little, good little discussion. I feel like Hannah and I don't have those a lot. Those little like actual different side kind of discussion. <laughs> yeah. Where, um, at the end of the day. We're, I think it's good to have those kind of things where we're not going to fight. We're just going to talk. <laughs> Bless. Out of it. That's why I'm afraid of our, our, our like worst that, that, that show where we do the, uh, the fighting, the love hate. <laughs> oh like yeah. That's actually going to be fighting and stuff. So, um, we'll see. It's far from all this trash. I don't know what's going on. But, um, all right. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Hannah. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.